0: We back in this thing like we laugh something. Welcome back, y'all, to this week's episode of I Got a Story to Tell. Good to be back with y'all this week. Got another story. We're going to laugh a little bit this week. We're going to laugh a little bit this week. We're going to laugh a little bit this week. I'm sure everybody probably can relate to this story from this week. So we're going to get to it without further ado, further ado, further ado, however you say it, let's get to this story. I got a story to tell y'all. Let's go. This story takes place in the year 1989, it's January, Uh, I'm 10 years old, I'll be turning 11 later that year in August, August 17th to be exact, and I'm in the fifth grade at Mount Airy Elementary, and Christmas break is just over, so this is our first day going back to school after the new year. And so let me get to the story. This is the story of how I grew to love. It's two things. How I grew to love and become a huge Duke Blue Devil basketball fan. And when I also learned that I ain't scared of a lot of shit. So I'm in fifth grade, like I said. It's our first day back from Christmas break. My entire five years of school up to that point has been like going to one school, Mount Airy Elementary, the same bus route every morning. Yellow bus comes down into the Faye Apartments where I live, pick us up, leave there, go to the next project, which is called English Woods. Leave there, goes down to another project called Cumminsville, Moosewood, Millville. Then it goes over the north side, goes up Coraine Avenue and takes us to school. That's the only bus route I've ever known. now it's our first day back from Christmas break and get on the bus and we're leaving the Fair Apartments like normal but today the bus takes a turn right by this store at the top of the Fair Apartments called Swartz we're going up toward McHenry which is another street now McHenry niggas were they didn't live in the hood but they were hood adjacent so to speak you know a few of them lived in houses um different apartment complex that weren't the projects but they were still we still showed them love like you know y'all hoodish right so we make that turn and we stop two kids get on the bus they look like twins but they aren't twins i know they aren't twins because one looks a little more boyish the other one Looks like a boy, but kind of like a stud, like a bull dagger, right? Like, and they both, let me describe their outfits. They got on black Raiders starter jackets, jeans, and white sneaks. They dressed identical. They both have like juicy, drippy Jerry curls, right? So they get on. They don't say nothing to nobody. They walk straight to the back of the bus and sit down. Now I'm confused. We've already made a turn that I'm not familiar with, and we've picked up two new people. I've I've the bus with the same people all these years. Nobody new, nobody different. We pick them up, then we go to English Woods and finish out the rest, the like normal route. Everybody looking around, whispering, "Who are they? Who are they?" They've never gone to school with us. They're new. Get to school, go through the day, get back on the bus going home. They get on the bus, they go home. Every day they would get on the bus, wouldn't say shit to nobody. They would talk to each other, and that's about it. Around this time, starter jackets in my neighborhood were huge, right? So at the time, the only person that I knew to have had like a starter jacket was my brother. My older brother, huge Walter Payton fan. Like huge Walter Payton fan. And he had a Chicago Bears starter jacket. So these two, they get on the bus. They got their Raiders starter jacket. At the time, Raiders were playing in Oakland. Oakland Raiders. So, or maybe they were in Los Angeles. Nah, they were Oakland Raiders at this time. So anyway. This goes on the same routine every day. Also around this time, more and more kids in my neighborhood start getting starter jackets. That was the thing. Like cats would get like a starter jacket and on the back they would get their name at the top they would get whatever number they wore like whatever sport they played they would get that number and then they would get like a song like part of a song lyric or something at the bottom that was like that was the fashion at that time right one day I come home my mom says Mikey I said yes ma'am she said I'm taking your brother down to Cook's sporting goods downtown now Cook's was a sporting goods store, they sold everything. Every baseball hat, even minor league teams, every college hat, jacket, jersey, everything you can think of, right? So if you wanted to start a jacket, that was the it place, because they had everything. So my mom says, you want to go? I said, yes, ma'am. So we go. My brother was getting like, he was about to order a new jacket. So if you wanted like the name and number and shit put on the back, you just, you, you picked out your jacket there. If they didn't have it, they let you go through the little catalog You pick the team, the color, all that, right? So my brother goes in there. He doesn't see anything on the rack he wants. He wanted something like that he knew nobody would have. So he says, I'm gonna get a New England Patriots. I'm like, the Patriots? Yeah. So he orders a white New England Patriots starter jacket. On the back, he gets Kay Wilson, 34, And at the bottom, he gets strictly business, right? That's what he ordered. So they're taking care of my mom, talking to the guy, ordering whatever. Dude's filling out the paper. My mom looks at me. She says, Mikey, I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you want to start a jacket? My eyes light up. Huh? Do you want to start a jacket? Yes, ma'am, I do, I do. She's like, all right, go over there and look. Pick one out. Now they had like, you know sizes for like older kids and grown men and all that so i'm going through the rack i don't see a size that fits me none all of them too big all of them too big again i'm 10 years old i stumble across one that fits the only one that's my size is a duke starter jacket it's blue and across at d-u-k-e duke i'm like mom i want this one She was like, what's Duke? I was like, I don't know what Duke is, who they are. I want this one. She was like, okay. So I get it. I got it in the bag. I can't wait to get home. Can't wait. Oh, but before we left, she asked me, she says, you want a hat to go with it? Yes, ma'am. So I'm looking for a hat. I don't see a Duke hat. So the only thing that matched was a Kansas City Royals baseball, pro model baseball cap. So I get it. So I'm out here looking like a Crip, right? So I get it, go home I Put my Duke starter jacket on Next day I get on the bus I'm hype All my friends like Ooh, you got a starter jacket I'm, yeah, yeah I'm acting like it ain't shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah So the Jerry Curl Double Mint Twins get on They got their Oakland Raiders shit on. They come on the bus They walking by They look me up and down And walk to the back of the bus they get to the back, they start roasting. Oh, this nigga got on a fake ad, man. What's Duke? That, that shit ain't even real. That's a swingster. Now, Swingster was a company that made like st- starter jacket-like jackets. But it wasn't Starter. You know, Starter was the name of the company. This was called Swingster. Oh, that nigga got on a swingster. They clowning me. I'm sitting up there, I'm trying to keep, you know, a positive face. But on the cool, I was kind of nervous and scared because I'm like, these niggas got jerry curls, right? So these niggas on this bitch looking like NWA. So I'm shook and I don't know these cats. So I'm like, oh shit. So they clowning me. Everybody, "Ah." everybody laughing. Little dusty ass girl that lived down by me named Keisha. She laughed. Well, she lived down at the end. She lived in what's called the circle. She laughing. "Ah, They clowning you. They roast you. They capping on you. Like all this shit. I'm sitting there. I'm fuming. I'm like, bullshit like i'm ready to cry i want to hop up run to the back of the bus and fight but i'm like man all these niggas got jerry curls niggas with jerry curls you know they got hands right so that's what i'm thinking right dumbass 10 year old logic so i'm just sitting on the bus they clown me the entire way to school oh these niggas clowning me they get off the bus clowning me to the point i'm so mad so embarrassed I take my jacket off And stuff it in my backpack I don't even wanna wear the shit no more Even though I know It's legit But again I can't defend it Because I don't know What Duke is So I'm like That's Bullshit man Come home Take my shit out of my bag Throw it on my bed I'm mad man, Fuck this jacket man, Mother Nigga talking about me So I'm going through All this right Next day it's time To go to school My mama Now, it's cold outside. This is January in Ohio, so it's cold. You got your jacket? Yes, ma'am. I put it on, right? Walk out the house. By the time I get to the top of the street and got to make a right to go to my bus stop, I take it off and put it in my backpack. I'm outside cold as shit, right? Because I don't want the Jerry Curl twins, like, roasting me. So I throw it in my backpack. I'm out there freezing, bus taking long. I'm like, shit. Get on the bus. I ain't got the coat on. They clowning me. Oh, this nigga took his jacket off. The fake ass jacket. Yadda yadda. They killing me. I'm like, oh, shit, man. And I want to get up and fight. But they got jerry curls. Like, these ain't the regular curls. These the juicy, like, wet curls, right? Like, somebody care about they curls. Because I went to school with niggas that had jerry curls and girls that had jerry curls. But they shit used to be a little ashy, right? But these niggas had a well-kept jerry curl. So I'm like, Damn. I know these niggas can fight. I don't know them. So, again, they wouldn't talk to nobody, but they was always roasting. Specifically me. Some bullshit, man. Get to school. Sit down. I'm shitty. I'm pissed. Get back on the bus. They clowning me the whole way home. Don't don't wear that bullshit jacket no more. Old fake ass jacket. What the fuck is a duke? Yada, yada. I'm like, Bullshit, man. I'm mad as shit. Next thing I know. Sitting at the crib. Now, every year in like January, February, sometimes early March, my uncle would take a group of us to Indianapolis to see the Pacers play. And they would play. um, So I got to see Kareem play in his last season against the Pacers. I got to see MJ play. He was with the Bulls when they came to Market Square Arena and played. I got to see the Detroit Piston Bad Boys play. I got to see Bird and the Celtics. Like, he would always take us to, like, whatever was a hot game, he would take us to the game, right? So I get home later that evening. My mom tells me, like, hey, um, you know, your Uncle Paris, you know, putting a trip together to go to the game, like always. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So we're going to see, and again, this is 89. We're going to see the Celtics play. So cool. Get to see Larry Bird, Robert Parrish, McHale, the whole, you know, Celtics thing, right? So I'm like, cool, that's, that's dope. So every day, again, going to school, the Jerry Curl twins, they they kill him. The day comes to go to the game. Brother got his starter jacket on. I got my Duke starter jacket on. Some jeans. Got my Kansas City Royals hat. We go to the game. We there at Market Square Arena. We in the building. I'm hype. I get to watch Larry Legend and the Celtics. I'm like Casey Jones on the sideline. You know, like big deal, right? I go to use a bathroom by myself. Get up, walk downstairs, out of my seat, hallway, go to the bathroom. myself. I'm coming out the bathroom. Older white cat is standing right there. He's waiting on somebody. I don't know if it's kids or whatever. He's standing there. I walk by. He say, Duke fan, huh? I said, excuse me? He said, you're a Duke fan? Again, I had no idea what Duke, what, whatever. And I asked him, I said, can I ask you something? He's like, yeah. I said, I just got the jacket. I don't know what Duke is. He was like, well, it's a university down in North Carolina. I said, oh, okay, okay. He said, they got a basketball team that's, you know, starting to make a little noise on the upright, you know, on the come up, doing their thing. He said, you should pay attention to them. I said, okay, bet, 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 cool. That was the day I learned who Duke was, what Duke was. So I go back to my seat, watch the game, great, great experience. Now I have this newfound confidence, right, like, okay, who the fuck Duke is now so when the jerry curl twins get to talking shit i can at least defend my jacket because at first i couldn't defend it because i didn't know what it was right Cool. so i get on the bus that monday i'm sitting there jerry curl twins get on i'm waiting for them to roast me right so i can defend my jacket because i wore my jacket proudly that day i ain't put it in my backpack had my shit on i'm sitting in my seat they get on Oh, dumbass Jack. They clowning. They start their routine. All right, cool. They go sit down. The whole ride, they clown. I ain't saying shit. Something in my spirit told me to, Mike, relax. I don't know what it was. Some said, relax. Cool. We go to school. We go to the library. Our librarian, Miss Harper, she used to always hit us with yardsticks right like if you wasn't paying attention if you was talking she'll pop it. pow with a yardstick I thought the shit was funny but the shit did hurt she caught me a few times Cool. we go to the library and we leave the next class comes in and one of the, double, one of the I was about to say double men twins one of the jerry curl twins comes in he with his class I hear the librarian Miss Harper say, Daniel, go sit down right there. And she points to one of the jerry curl twins. It was the, the more masculine looking one, right? So she tell the jerry curl twin, go sit down right there. I said, oh, okay, this nigga named Daniel. Now, I ain't know the one that looked like a bulldog. I ain't know the stud looking one, right? So, cool. So we outside after lunch later that day. At recess, running around, we used to play football every day, pretty much. So I'm like, Danielle, Danielle. I start calling the nigga Danielle. So everybody looking around like, Mike, who are you talking to? I'm like, the nigga with the Jerry curl. They was like, his name Danielle? I was like, yeah, he got a girl named Danielle. Get on the bus. Everybody's clowning him. Your name, Danielle. He like, nah, my name Daniel. I'm like, nah. Miss Harper said your name Danielle. My name Daniel, ain't no Danielle. And so a girl that sits like the rides the bus with us, she lived in English woods. She says, but you, you and your brother kind of look like girls. What's your name? So she asked him, he said his name Gabriel. So he's like, my name Gabriel. So I instantly was like, Danielle and Gabriel? He was like, no, Gabriel. So they're they're heated. At my 10-year-old age, I could see this is something that bothers them. They already, you know, they kind of got a girlish look to them, right? But they still, they had the the starter jackets and they had jerry curls. So it almost masked, like, the, the, the girl look, right? So I know this is a sticking point, right? So... I'm like, okay, okay. I'm just storing all this info away in my head. So they get off the bus, they mad. The next day we get on the bus. My boy k one K1, I don't know where you at in the world this, these days, but shout out to you, K1. K1 gets on the bus. He lived in a hood called English Woods, and he had, like Miss Harper, the librarian used to have these wood yardsticks. Y'all know the long-ass ruler yardsticks. He gets on... He had the metal kind. They used to make these long metal ones... That he was taking a class... For whatever reason... He had it. So he's sitting there. So... The Jerry Curl twins... Get on. They talking shit like they always do. Bullying all that shit. Now me... I've never been the type to fuck with bullies. Like I, I... It bothers me. Right? Bullies bother me. And it makes me want to put hands on them. Right? So we on the bus. They know... What they say about me is not bothering me anymore about the jacket. So they gonna start in on somebody else. So they talking, they shit, yada, yada, yada. So I stand up. I see that they bullying this young kid, right? So I stand up on the bus, turn around, look toward the back. I'm like, but both of y'all look like girls with that long ass hair. So they, what, what? So the stud looking one, he stand up. He's like, well, come back here then. Come back here then. I'm like, bet. So I get in the aisleway to walk toward the back. Mr. George, our bus driver, was like, Michael, sit down. I'm like, all right. So, cool. We get to school. Now, on my bus, we had assigned seats that you had to sit in. This day, that afternoon I get on, I ain't worried about no assigned seat. I need to be close. So I go to the back. I scooped back to the back. I'm sitting there. Mr. George ain't said nothing. K-1 sitting right across the aisle from me. Me and and, uh, the Jerry Curl twins, we start arguing. We back and forth, back and forth. So we talking shit. And so I say, that's why your mama named y'all some girl names and make y'all look like girls. So the stud one, Gabriel, he stand up. He's like, my mama ain't name us no girl name. Our name's out the Bible. So, we back and forth all this shit. So, I'm like, your mama did, your mama did name you a girl name. This nigga comes back with, your mama a bitch. My first reaction, I grab the metal uh, yardstick from K-1 and hit this nigga across the face with it. Pow! cut under his eye. He fall down the seat. He hollering. He's hollering. He's in pain. So, the other Jerry Curl twin stands up. And I rev back like I'm holding like a baseball bat, like I'm about to hit him with it. He like, "No, no, 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 no." And he sit down. So, everybody like, "Ooh!" I'm like, "Damn, what have I done? What have I done?" I'm like, "Oh my god." I done fucked up, right? He didn't tell, he didn't say shit. But he went home and told his mama. Next morning, his mama get on the bus. Which one of y'all hitting my son? Where's she going off? Bus driver, Mr. George, ma'am, you got to get off the bus with all that. Fuck that, ain't nobody going to be hitting my son, yada, yada. So Mr. George, like, your son keep sons keep a lot of shit going on on the bus. It was only a matter of time. Oh hell no! I'm going to meet y'all up at school Whole big ordeal Sitting in class Miss Flynn called down to the room My teacher, Miss Runyon Michael, uh, Miss Flynn needs to see you in the office Yes ma'am, go to office Jerry Curl Twins and me Sitting in chairs We hash it out Talk, Miss Flynn say Now shake hands boys And you know, that's it So we shake hands I'm still heated I'm still mad. I'm still pissed. We walk out the office. We go past the lunch, the cafeteria and auditorium, like the stage area. We turn the corner. On this hallway, there are no classes. It's just the boys' bathroom, the door to go outside to the uh, playground, and a side door for the cafeteria. I slap this nigga so hard. Open hand smack. Bow! In the back of the head. And I told him, if you tell, I'm going to do it every time I see you. Tears streaming down this dude's face. (laughs) He doing all that shit. (laughs) Now, I've turned into a fucking bully at this point. Like, roles have reversed. Every time I saw this dude, I would slap the shit out of him when nobody was around. I mean, go out of my way to terrorize this dude because I thought he was such a piece of shit, right? And I was mad at myself for being scared of this dude just because he had a jerry curl. Everything relaxed. Everything was cool, right? Finish the school year. I go off to CBA, Cincinnati Bilingual Academy. It's a whole different school. He ain't even go. That next summer, that, well, I'm sorry, that summer going into, uh, that next summer, I'm sorry, going into seventh grade, after I finished sixth grade, I happen to see both of them. At this point, they have cut off, like, the jerry curl size. Now they got a flat, t- like a box, but it's a jerry curl box. It's, like, up there. They both have grown a little bit. They taller than me at this point. And they got their cousin with them. They got a cousin. I'm walking past Swartz, and I see him. They say something to their cousin. They cousin starts chasing me. I take off. They cousin, he older, bigger than them. I take off. I'm running toward the Faye apartment fast as shit. I'm like, oh shit. Now I knew they wasn't going to come down to the Faye. I knew that. So I get up by the white church at the top of the Faye. I'm talking shit. Fuck y'all bitches. Y'all can't catch me. Yada, yada, yada. I'm talking my shit. A couple days later. I'm coming out of Swartz, and who is right in front of me? The Jerry Curl twins and they cousin. I'm like, oh, shit. I ain't got nowhere to run. They're directly in front of me. I'm walking out the door of the store. I got an orange Fago pop in my hand and a 25-cent bag of Grippo's chips. Open the door. They cousin pushed me back in the store. I'm like, Paul. Oh. I'm like, nigga. I ain't got no way out. I happened to see an older black cat walk in. He with a white woman walk in. Now, I knew the brother that walked in because I would always see him down in the Faye apartment. I ain't know his name, though. So I'm like, hey, what's up, man? He like, hey, what's up, little bro? How are you? I couldn't do nothing but snitch. I was like, they trying to jump me. He was like, "Y'all leave that boy alone." So they like, "Okay." So I slide out the door. I take off running back to the face. I'm like, "Oh shit!" I've dodged a bullet. So for about two weeks, I ain't want to go to Swartz no more. My boys be like, "Hey, let's go to Swartz. Let's get." Nah, I'm good. I ain't going up to Swartz. A few days later, me and Duck, God rest his soul. By going up to Ryan Pool. It was a community pool by St. Catharines. And we're going to try to sneak in. So we're walking up McHenry. Who do I see? The Jerry Curl Twins and they cousin. The cousin. I look at Doug, because they walking toward I say, Doug. Remember I was telling you about the Jerry Curl Twins? He like, yeah, I'm like, them the two right there. I beat them up. I was like, but they cousin right there? That's the one I was telling you about. That was trying to jump me. They was trying to jump me in the store. He was like, oh, okay, cool. So Doug was like, shit, I'll fight the cousin. You just whooped down. I was like, I bet." So we walking. The cousin said, hey, nigga. I'm like, yeah. He like, yeah, ain't nobody here to save you now. So he walk up. I ain't running. I'm standing there. Doug had a little backpack. He put it down. He tell the cousin, he like, hey, me and you fight. So the cousin like, well, shit, what's up? So Doug starts bouncing, you know a boxer like a boxer would bounce before he start throwing. Him. He bouncing, got his hands up, about to whoop dude. As the 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 Jerry Curl twins are watching, Nika, I grab the bull dagger looking one. I got him in a mean chokehold. I done stepped up behind him. I'm choking the shit out of him. He can't breathe. And then the other one hit me with some bullshit limp wrist punches, right? Them shits ain't bothering me. They hit me in the side of the head. But I'm basically like, shit, I'm on this, this nigga like a motherfucking boa constrictor. I'm going to motherfucking choke this nigga out. So he. Uh, uh, uh. So the other one, he start crying. You going to kill my brother. You going to kill my brother. Let him go. Let him go. He going bananas with the shit, right? So I let Gabriel go. Get up. Beat the shit out of the other. Gabriel on the ground (gasps) holding. Duck's over here beating the shit out of Dude. He's beating the brakes off the cuff. I'm like, oh, shit. We get done, gone about our business. Folks passing. Y'all, boys, stop all that shit. We go to Ryan Pool. We have a good time. Come back home, all that shit. I seen them cats one more time after that. And I was in high school. I was like 16, 17. And I happened to run into him in Tri-County Mall. I'm walking. Now, I didn't recognize. They ain't had Jerry curls no more. Niggas just had fades. And so the one, the bull dagger looking one, it looked like he had on like black eyeliner and shit, right? And so he walked up to me, he like, Your name Mike. Like real sweet and shit, right? I'm like, yeah nigga who you he's like you don't remember me obviously at this point you know he, he's he's you know he's he real sweet right like that I mean that's who he is at this point right no judgment all love you know um, and he like he like you don't remember me I'm like nah my nigga I don't He's like you beat me and my brother up I'm like oh shit the jerry curl twin he like yes like with the strong S, yes. I'm like, oh shit, what's up? He was like, shit, how you been? Like he 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 got the mannerism. he doing the whole shit, right? So I'm like, oh, I've been coolin'. They're like, where you go to school? I'm like, oh, I go to LaSalle. He like, oh, okay. So we talking a little bit. We get done talking or whatever. And um the other one, the other one like walks up. Uh, Daniel and he like, Mike. I'm like, yeah, what's up? Like I'm still on guard in case these niggas try to jump me in the mall and shit. So I'm ready. So I'm like, yeah, what's up? He was like, man, you been good, la la la. I'm like, yeah. We talking a little more. I'm like, all right, man, I'm about to be out. And Daniel, the not sweet one, was like, hey, Mike. I'm like, what's up? He was like, you picked a good team, dude. I'm like, huh? He was like, dude. I was like, oh, yeah. So I'm laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah. He was like, did you know? Like, back then, was, I'm like, "Nah." Me and Daniel sat down in the food court for about an hour and a half talking about sport. Initially, dude. He was like, you know, I'm a Carolina fan, yada, yada. And we just talk, 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 talk. And so I just want to say to the Jerry Curl twins, Daniel and Gabriel, thank y'all for aiding me into becoming a Duke fan. Wherever y'all at in the world, I hope y'all are doing well. Hope y'all are healthy and safe. I'm out.